Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. I really believe we're just scratching the surface of, of understanding just the the depths, you know, of, of, of this grace of God, this favor of God. And so I really believe that, um, that this can really be a, a blessing to us here today. And, and so, and so I want to call this teaching here this morning, how do I live this life of grace? I want to call this teaching, how do I live this life of grace? Because what we want to understand to begin with here this morning, guys, is that this Christian life is the grace life. You see, people say, well, Alex, you're teaching the gospel of grace. Well, you know, the truth is uh, the gospel of grace is the gospel. Alex, you're teaching grace. Well, guys, the truth is this Christian life, this new covenant that we have, as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ, is the covenant of grace. And so grace is everything in this life as believers. And so we want to understand that as born-again believers, we are to live our lives by the grace of God, and we are not to be operating under this pattern of self-effort and performance. Remember, we were sharing last week with you guys on the distinction between the pattern of the law, self-effort and performance, and the pattern of grace and faith. And so, we are to live this, this life of grace. But the question is, how do we do that? You know, how do we really, Alex, if we get down to the practical, how do we actually go about doing this? And so that's what we want to look at. I also want to address this morning some scriptures that you will come across in the Bible that seem to contradict this life of grace, you know, because the Bible says, as you've received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. And my question is, how did you receive Jesus? Well, you received him by grace through faith. Amen. It wasn't your self-effort and performance. And so that's how we are to live our lives as believers. But then you come across scriptures that say, well, you know, you, you say, well, 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 brother Alex, praise God. Uh, grace is all good. But you know, Alex, the Bible says that you got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So it's not all grace. So hold on, guys. What we want to do this morning is we want to look at those scriptures in context. And, and, and we really want to understand the importance of of, of, of never taking a scripture out of context. You see, when, when you remove the text from the context, what you're left with is uh, the con. And so, glory to God, what we want to do is uh, we want to be free from the con. Amen. And we want to look at what does the Bible actually say. Amen. And so, I believe this is going to be a, a, a great journey this morning, guys. And, and so, let's get started here in the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verse 6. And notice what he says. He says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow Him. That's what we were just saying. And so, in the same way that you began your life as a Christian... In that same way, you're called to live your life as a believer. Look at verse 7. He describes what this looks like. He says, let your roots grow down into him. 
glory to God, and let your lives be built on Him. And so your roots go down into Jesus. Your your life is to be built on Jesus. Now, what does it mean to have your roots go down into Jesus? It means that your identity is built on Him. In other words, your identity is no longer found in your performance. Your identity is no longer found in anything that you do, but your identity is found in Christ. And so, in other words, as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ on the cross, you can boldly and confidently get up every single morning and say, thank you, Father, that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You can boldly and confidently say every single day, Father, thank you that I'm righteous in your eyes. Thank you, Lord, that your word says that I am holy and blameless in your sight as a result of what Jesus has done for me. And so my identity is found in Jesus. My life is built on Jesus. And so what this is talking about, guys, is relationship. This is talking about your intimate relationship with a Jesus, your intimate a fellowship with a Jesus through his Holy Spirit. And so you are to practice every single day your relationship with him. You are to practice every single day your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I watch this, guys, not to try to get God to do something, not so that God can, you know, reward you for what you're doing. No, no. What you're doing is you are simply day by day, moment by moment, releasing your faith in what Jesus has already done, in who Jesus has made you to be, and in who and in what he's already made available to you. And notice what happens when you do this. The word says here, then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught. And remember, faith we're defining as dependence on God. And so then your dependence on God will grow strong in the truth you were taught. That's the gospel, the truth of God's unmerited favor, the, the truth of the grace of God. And so your dependence grows strong when your identity is built on Jesus, when you're living in a fellowship with him. And he says, you will overflow with thankfulness. Guys, you know, the thing about this grace is that the more you understand the grace of God, man, the more you understand the goodness of God and, and just the fact that we could never earn it or deserve it, what that does, man, is it's going to make you grateful. You see, it's, 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 it's going to make you really appreciative when you understand that God is good to us, guys, not because we did anything to qualify for it, but God is good to us simply because God Praise God has uh, decided to be good to us. Glory be to God. That's going to make you grateful. Look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. We want to review these scriptures here for just a moment. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, God saved you by his grace. And so God saved his grace. And so you had nothing to do with it. But then notice when you believed. And so you didn't have anything to do with God saving you other than you believed. You said, Lord, I believe. You heard the word of the gospel. You said, Lord, I believe. And he says, you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. That's awesome, guys. How many know if it's a gift, I can't boast about it. I can't take credit for it. I can't say, well, you know, the reason I'm right with God is because I did all these good things. No, it was a gift from God. Verse 9 says, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. Take note of the word reward. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. And so none of us can boast about it. And so remember, guys, that you can't boast about it. In other words, you can't be prideful, <laughs> glory to God, over 
anything that happens in your life as a believer on the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but I can't boast about it. Why? Because it, my actions had nothing to do with it. In the same way, healing has been made available to me, but I can't boast about the fact that healing is available or that I receive my healing. No, because it came to me as a gift. I didn't have anything to do with it. Jesus already did that on the cross. And so the King James Bible, of course, says we were saved by grace, the unmerited favor of God, through faith. And faith we're defining as a humble, confident dependence on God. You see, faith is not performance. Faith is you saying, Lord, I believe what your word says. Lord, I believe you've made your favor available to me. Lord, I depend on your goodness in my life today. And it is you saying to him every single day, guys, I need you, Lord. I depend on you, Lord. You see, I can't do what I'm called to do on my own. No, I got to depend on God. And so that is this life of faith. Now, what I want us to take note of is, he says, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. And we just read that in the same way that you began your life as a Christian, you are called to live your life as a Christian. And so your life as a believer is lived by grace through faith. And so what this means is that everything that comes to us as our as in our lives as believers guys catch this now child of god it comes as a gift of god you will never be rewarded by god for your performance no there are scriptures that talk about rewards we're going to look at that in just a moment but it's never going to be because of your performance everything that comes to you comes to you because of the finished works of jesus it comes to you as a gift look at first corinthians chapter 4 verse 7 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, and uh, notice what he says here. This is awesome. He says in verse 7, For what gives you the right to make such a judgment? What do you have, from, what do you have that God hasn't given you? Now stop right there, guys. As I was looking at this, as I was meditating on the scripture, you know, when we talk about, man, you know, grace is going to make you grateful, Here's, here's how you live this life of grace, is you want to realize this truth. What do you have that God has not given you? You see, the truth is, you got nothing that God hasn't given you, child of God. You know, I don't care what it is. You know, you're watching me right now. Maybe you're in your home right now. Well, your home was given to you by God. You see, maybe uh, you're, you know, you're certainly listening to this on a device. Well, that device was given to you by God. Amen. Guys, I want you to understand the very air that we're breathing right now was given to us by God. He says, what do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, he says, why boast as though it were not a gift? You see, everything, guys, comes to us from God. And, and I'm really kind of, you know, challenging myself to see that in my own life, guys, is that everything I have, it's a gift from God. Now you say, well, Alex, I don't know about that. There's some things I've been working pretty hard for. You know, you go to your job, you work at your job. And, you know, so you earn some money from your employer and you say, well, Alex, uh, I work for this money. It's not a gift. Well, hold on, friend. You see, when you step far enough back, what you will see is that everything is a gift. Yeah, you, you went to job. You, you went to your work at your, at, at your job. 
Now let me ask you this, glory to God, who has given you the physical ability for you to be able to go to your work, glory to God, you see, uh, who has given you uh, the mental capacity in order for you uh, to go to your job and be of service uh, to your employer, you see, you see, see, I want you to understand that if you step far enough back, what you're going to notice is everything is a gift from God. Guys, it's a radical truth to realize that you and I would not exist if it wasn't for God. <laughs> okay, I want you to understand you were God's idea, child of God. You were not your parents' idea. Yeah, your parents got together, you know, your parents, however that happened, whatever that story is. You know, oh, Alex, we know how it happened. Of course, we know how it happened. But what I'm saying is, whatever the specific circumstances are <laughs> that led to your human birth, okay, uh, I want you to understand you were not your parents' idea. Are you catching what I'm saying? You were God's idea. You see, you see, God says he knew you when he formed you before he formed you in your mother's womb. And this is huge because some of you are watching me and you're saying, well, Alex, I come from a broken home. Uh, Alex, I don't even know who my parents are. Alex, if you knew the background I came from, man, you wouldn't be talking like this. Child of God, I want you to understand you were God's idea. I don't care what the natural circumstances of your birth were. You were God's idea. The only reason that you exist is because God created you. The only reason that you exist is glory to God because God has a purpose for you. You see, God knew exactly what he was doing when he ordained for you to be here at this time in human history where the world is a little cray-cray, you know, a lot of crazy wild stuff going on in the world. Well, child of God, I want you to understand that God has created you for a time such as this, that, that you have a purpose uh, to fulfill in this time in human history. You see, you could have lived at any time in history, guys. The fact that you're living now is not an accident. It's not, a, it's not an accident. God knew exactly what he was doing. God has a purpose for you. And so you were God's idea. Everything you have comes from God. And so that puts us in the proper perspective, you see, so that we can never boast, guys. We can never be prideful. Uh, what happens is it produces in us a posture of humility. You see, when you understand the goodness of God, when you understand the magnitude of this gift that he's given us, guys, when you understand uh, the, the depths, guys, of his favor, and of his grace and of his love, the only appropriate response is gratitude and humility. Gratitude and humility, guys. There's no room for boasting in this life as believers. And so everything that we have comes to us as a gift from God. We can never earn or deserve something from God. We were talking about this just recently. We were sharing with you uh, that everything comes as a gift. You can never earn or deserve something from God. Why? Because the standard of God is perfection. In order for you to deserve something, that means you would have to perform perfectly. Well, guys, you and I are never going to perform perfectly. And so God and in his infinite goodness has decided to make his, his favor available independent of our performance simply, guys, by us trusting in the perfect one, trusting in the righteous one, trusting in the holy one, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory be to God. And so, and so all the good that comes to us, guys, comes to us as a gift. And so as we're talking about how do I live this life of grace, you want to begin with this realization that everything that comes to us, guys, comes to us as a gift from God, and we can never earn or deserve the blessings and the favor and the goodness of God. Now, what I want to do before we get into kind of what I really want to focus in on today in this message, guys, is I want us to now address some scriptures, like I said, that seem to contradict what I just told you. 
You see, uh, in fact, flip over to Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, because what happens is, you know, you're, you're hearing this message on grace, you're beginning to have a revelation and an understanding of this teaching on grace, but then what happens is you look at scripture and you come across certain scriptures that seem to contradict what I'm telling you. And guys, I really believe that God is, is wanting us to share this, this word of grace around the world, and, and what happens is the more people that we get to share it with, you know, there's always going to be people who are going to say, well, well, Alex, hold on, I don't know about what you're saying here about this message of grace, because my Bible tells me otherwise. Now, guys, remember, what you want to do when you read your Bible is you, you never want to take it out of context. And so the fact of the matter is that while we can never earn or deserve something from God, there are rewards and benefits that come, guys, as a result of us walking in God's will for our lives. And so in other words, we're not saying that your behavior doesn't matter. We're not saying that what you do doesn't matter. But I want you to understand the good that comes to you as a result of you walking in God's will for your life is simply more of the manifestation of his gifts and his favor being bestowed, bestowed upon you, showered upon you. It is not a reward in the sense of us having earned or deserved something. In fact, look at uh, what he says here in Colossians chapter 3, 23, and I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. He says in verse 23, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, and not unto men. And so this is a familiar scripture. If you've been around church any length of time, you've probably heard the scripture. It's, you know, do whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. You know, we're, we're working unto God, we're not working unto men. And I'll notice verse 24 knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward. Stop right there. Remember what we read in, in uh, Ephesians, where it said, well, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. And then we were saying in the same way, everything that comes to you in your life as a believer comes to you as a gift. It does not come to you as a reward, so to speak, for your efforts, well, hold on, Brother Alex, this scripture seems to contradict what you just said. It said that from the Lord, I'm receiving a reward. <laughs> and guys, how many know there are scriptures that talk about rewards when we get to heaven? And, you so, and so you hear people talking about, you know, the rewards that we get from God. And so you say, well, Alex, you know, I don't know if what you're saying is true, because the Bible does talk about us receiving rewards. But guys, remember, you want to read scripture in context. And he doesn't stop at reward. Because he goes on to say, look what he says. He says, knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward. Now, if you stop right there, that will be one thing, but he doesn't stop right there. He says, the reward of the inheritance. It's the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. And so it is not a reward for your efforts in the sense that, you know, well, Alex, I did all these things now. I'm living in a way that's pleasing to God. And now God is rewarding me for my performance. That's not what this is saying. Because he's talking about the reward of the inheritance. And guys, how many know 
the inheritance is talking about the blessings and the favor and the goodness that has been made available to us as a result of the finished works of Jesus Christ. And guys, how many know that the reward of the inheritance is not something that we deserved, that we earned, or that we worked for, but that it came to us as a gift from God? Are you guys tracking with me? And so notice this, that maybe this will make it more clear. The pattern of the Old Covenant, which is self-effort and performance, is that we do first, and then God does. In other words, I have to do in order to get God to do. And under this pattern of the Old Covenant, what happens is, is that basically I, I perform in a certain way, and when I perform in a way that is, that is pleasing to God, well, then God is going to bless me. Now, a lot of people will look at the scripture in Colossians 3.24 with this performance-based perspective, and they'll say, well, Alex, God is rewarding me for my performance. But listen to me now, very closely, child of God. We've we got to have some teaching moments here, okay? <laughs> we can't always be hooping and hollering. We've got to really teach you this, and so I want you to really pay attention to this now. The pattern of the Old Covenant is we got to do, and then God does. But in this New Covenant, guys, everything begins with the finished works of Jesus Christ. The New Covenant is supply, supply, supply. And so the fact of the matter is that any good that comes to you in your life as a believer, it does not come to you as a result of your own self-effort and performance. It comes to you because of the finished works of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus has already set the table and he's already prepared the feast. And what's required on our part is that we trust him that we depend on Him, and that we step into what He's already prepared for us. And so, reward of the inheritance is, there's an inheritance that's been made available to you. There's blessings and favor and goodness, glory to God, and increase and promotion that has been made available to you as the result of your as, as the, of the finished works of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. But what is required on your part is that you step into it, you see. And so, all you're doing is you're stepping into it, but it's been made available to you by the grace of God. And so what we do is we don't perform and then God blesses us. No, we release our faith in the goodness of God, in the favor of God. And then what we do, guys, is we align ourselves with God's will for our lives. Glory to God. You see, we come into alignment with what's already been made available uh, to you. Here's a, an illustration. You know, say... Um, it's your birthday, okay? And say some of your friends, they prepared a surprise birthday party for you. You don't know about it. It's going to be a surprise. But, uh, you know, they, they need you to come to this certain location. And so, you know, your friend calls you up and says, hey, you know, we want to get together. We want to hang out in this place. And are you going to come? And so you decide to come. And so the reward for your coming is that you're going to have the experience of a birthday party. Amen. You're going to have friends there. You're going to have gifts. It's going to be a great celebration. So that's the reward. But watch this. You didn't earn it, did you? You didn't work for it. No. It was your friends already preparing it, making it available to you just because they love you, okay? Because they're your friends. And then what you did, you just decided, yeah, 
I'm going to listen. I'm going to be obedient, so to speak. I'm going to show up, <laughs> okay? And that as, as a result, I step into the good that's already been made available to me. In exactly the same way, guys, do we live our lives as believers. You see, the inheritance has been made available to us by the grace of God. It is not something we could ever earn or deserve. The reward is us stepping into more of what Jesus, glory to God, has already made available to us as a result of his finished works. Is everybody tracking with me? If you understand that, say amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.